Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, Ambitious Mama, let me ask you, have you been thinking about or maybe you have been curious about hosting your own in-person event. In today's episode, I'm chatting with Amber Housley all about her process of running in-person events, how to plan the objectives, and how to incorporate them into your business offerings and strategy. So if you've been wanting to host an in-person event, then stay tuned. You are listening to number 81 of Ambitious Motherhood with Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. Well, hey, Amber, thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Ambitious Motherhood podcast. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. Well, take us through your journey in motherhood and business and how you've kind of navigated the whole area. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I will be the first to go and share that I held off on motherhood quite a long time. I was really apprehensive because I didn't know how it was going to affect my dreams and goals that I had for my business and what I really had felt called to do. So I feel like I got kind of started later in life. I mean, not that late. I mean, I think I had my son when I was about 28 years old, but my daughter, I have it. So now I have a 10 and a five-year-old. My daughter, I waited five years. And I think it's because during those five years, I was growing my business. I was figuring things out, what I was passionate about, what I really wanted to do long-term in the business. And I kept worrying about how, oh no, another baby is going to get in the way of all these things I want to do. And so God, I think took the reins and all of it. And, you know, if, if I wasn't going to do it, he was going to take care of it for me. And so she was a total surprise and she was a surprise in the best kind of ways, because it made me realize like what the hustle mentality that I had been chasing for a while in my life and my lifestyle. And so I always like to think she kind of got the do over in all of this in motherhood and doing business at the same time. And my son is wonderful and well-adjusted. He's totally fine. But I see the mom I was then versus the mom I am now. And it's like kind of a total transformation. Would you mind diving into what that difference, like paint a picture for us of how that's changed? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so I, I will say this is like kind of revealing a little bit more into my business journey, but I've always worked almost full-time as I've built my business over the last 10 years always worked full-time corporate careers for other people, other businesses. And I am a person that just loves to work and loves to just dive in and be needed in that mental capacity. And motherhood has not been that as much for me. It's just, you know, I always think that like God creates us in different ways. Some of us are like just made to go and serve in other capacities. And some of us are made to really serve at home with little people. And we're made to do all those things. I'm not saying one is better than the other. But what I found was, is like with my son in that first years of his life and doing business at the same time, I was always, you know, work would always come first. I'd always work those late nights, work on the weekends. I was basically choosing activities in my business and choosing the business first and the family life second, and even my personal life second, like everything came after. And so now today it's totally different. Like I, I work this business and I create products and services that fit my lifestyle that benefit my family in bigger ways. I, I had a lot of dreams when I was working those corporate jobs that I thought, you know, the end all be all would be this. Like it would be, you know, when I'm published in this magazine, when I hit this certain salary number or income level in my business, when I do all these things, then I will have made it and then I will deem myself successful. 
And now my mindset is a lot different. Now it's a lot of deciding goals that are more meaningful to me now that are family driven or goal focused in our family. And so, you know, I have goals now, like I want my business to pay off the mortgage on our home because that will give us financial freedom, right? A lot of the other benefits of my business is like we use it to go on wonderful vacations for our family that, you know, create really amazing memories and do adventures. And that's really important to us as a family. So it's like a whole different way of doing business and doing life in a more joyful way versus in a hustle way and in a way before where I was chasing a success based on other people's values and other people's goals that weren't necessarily mine. Yeah. It's so easy to get into the whole, well, I'll settle down when, or I'll change my ways then. And then never comes. And we've got to decide now. And a lot of what I say is we've got to pick our ideal mom life. What do you want that motherhood business balance, whatever the things are you're throwing into that container how do you want it to look? And then let's build the business to match that. Yeah. And it's so good you said that too, because I'm recognizing too on a daily basis here in the last years where I've done a big shift more in mindset work and in work and making sure that I'm incorporating this joyful lifestyle into my everyday. But I'll catch myself some weeks. I'm like, why am I feeling like tension this week? Why am I feeling like I'm trying to just make everything work and it's not working? Like something's not clicking here. What is it? And so last week, it was super funny. It happened. I had one of those days where I was just like in knots almost of like the things I had to get on my list in both just the work and in the family, right? Because our lists are huge in the household of being a mom. I feel like we are COOs of our households or CEOs, right? We're administrative assistants. We're everything in one in our houses. And I was feeling that and I was tired and I thought, you know, I really want to take a nap. My daughter came home from preschool. She was fine. She was watching TV, whatever, having a snack. I'm like, I could just take a nap. And I thought, you know what? You can take a nap. Like you have that opportunity and that's part of that lifestyle that you've built that you can in the middle of the day, take a freaking nap if you want to. So I did. And it was wonderful, but it's like those little things. It doesn't have to be the big things. It can be just little things that add up. Yeah. I mean, you're right. We do so much in our households. And one thing I try to focus on it, my dad was the same way growing up where he knew how to do all the things like the school projects. He was really artsy. He always was the one helping with math homework. And I've kind of little things like the other night, my husband needed me to take this shipping label and make it fit on his printable thing. Like those are skills he just does not have. You know, he cannot open, like (laughs) figure out how to open preview and resize and do this and drop it into whatever. And so I'm doing this and I found myself saying what my dad used to say. Why do I always end up being the one doing all the things? Like out of when there's 20,000 people, well, there's three in my house, but three additional people where, where they're just throwing things at me that I really can only do. Like my girls are in this stage where they want mommy to be getting everything. Like I can't, yeah. hey husband, can you help me? Hey James, can you help me? So anyway, I found myself frustrated, but what's cool is that as you're saying, we've built a business that allows us, I hope this makes sense. This may not even make sense, whatever. But as we're building a business, that allows us this freedom. Are we being grateful that we have the opportunity, for instance, when my daughter was sick to stay home and cancel the day and move things around? Are we thankful? Because that's why we did what we did. So Mm -hmm. I just, that little mental gratitude shift has been huge for me. 
Absolutely. And I was even thinking that this morning because I'm a gardener. I love to garden outside and, you know, the spring is here and it's going to start warming up. And I thought like, it's almost like it's been tapping me on the shoulder lately of, you know, I get to choose how I spend my days and how I frame my time. And I don't have to, it's hard not to go on a tangent here, but you know, I've, I've been ingrained after working in corporate world for 15 years I'm ingrained to like get dressed, get ready, sit at a computer. That's just my nature now. Like, let's see how much I can get done in a really short amount of time. And I'm really good at that, right? Very efficient. However, knowing that that's not the lifestyle that I want anymore, I want some of that, but then I need to go and incorporate these other things. I thought the other day, I was like, you know, summer is coming, spring is coming. I need to start deciding maybe there's certain days of the week where in the morning, the first thing I do is not go to the computer after drop off. Maybe I go work in the garden or I go do something you know, rather than making them these treats at the end of the day, it can be some stuff that I can do at the start of the day just because I can and feeling grateful for it. Yeah. And the morning breeze and the dew is probably so. Yeah. And it's so much better than it being hot. No one wants to be in a garden when it's hot. So (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, tell me how your business and how you've made money online from home has evolved as you've gone through the years. Absolutely. Well, so I started out, like I've always been a, a lifelong entrepreneur. I can say that. I actually realized the other day, I'm an email marketing strategist. I'm a market, all marketing strategist, all the things. <laughs> but as a teenager, I realized I had an email marketing list, even when I was a teenager back in the days of AOL. For those of us who are in their late 30s, who can remember AOL when it first started. So I had an email marketing list back then. And then going through high school and going through college, I started doing, just dabbling in different creative businesses and would make handmade cards for my sororities, event days, all the fun things. Okay. So all through the years, I've always had a business of some sort, but the first true business was back in 2007. We first moved here to Nashville and I started doing invitation design while I was working the corporate job. I moved over into wedding planning and design. And I said, while I was working the corporate job is because I learned really early on that I was passionate about both areas. I loved my work at the digital agency. I loved doing wedding planning and design. Like I didn't want to give up either. Like I'm like, please don't make me pick here. So I found a way to start, you know, using marketing strategies where I could go and do business online, right? Like have inquiries and stuff. And then I could make it fit my lifestyle. And so there were certain days of the week where I would have clients meetings and consultations. And so it wasn't like I was available 24 seven for all my clients. And so it made me be able to get really specific on what I was capable of with the little time that I had and, you know, being very efficient with it. Right. And so as I evolved and I worked at an agency, I moved on to work for some other creative companies where I got to go and grow more in my marketing skills for them, a lot of product-based companies. And so I've worked with companies that had subscription boxes for influencers and design products for other people online. And then of course, where we first met is through Lara Casey and Cultivate What Matters and Southern Weddings Magazine. So worked with them as well in bringing their business to the growth that it's experienced over the last two to three years, most significantly. So I've done all those things, but in my business too, is like I've grown alongside it. It's like the skills I was learning and gaining at some of my corporate jobs, I was finding ways to go and bring that back to my business and to the women that I was serving. And so I found early on, even though I was serving these creative clients through invitations and weddings and things like that, I was like, you know what? A lot of the marketing strategy I'm learning, I could be helping other business owners with it. If they only knew what I know now, like they could be growing exponentially and doing really exciting things. And so that's actually how Inspired Retreat came to be. So about six years ago, it was known as Amber Housley Inspired. That was like this little workshop I did in Nashville. It started really small. 
And then over the last six years, it's grown to what it is today. And, you know, I do that. And then I do other products and courses and programs. And it's been like a fantastic wild ride that's evolved with my life and with motherhood and and all the ways. So it's been pretty great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. And I want to dive into more about your event, but take me through the heart behind why you created it. I guess, who are those people that you wanted that event and who do you want to serve through that experience? Absolutely. absolutely. So it has changed like the first in the beginning. I mean, six years ago, the online space was completely different. In fact, I laughed because recently I posted a photo of the first graphic I ever designed for the inspired workshop. And, you know, it makes me laugh now, six years later, like what it looks like. It's still cute, you know, but I thought, I'm like, oh my goodness, you guys, there was no Instagram back then. There was no, like you use Twitter. Twitter was like the only social media platform people really communicated on. And, you know, the way that I sold it is through Twitter and through email and things like that. The foundational things that are still, you know, kind of in existence today, but they've changed dramatically. Do you remember Twitter chats? Do you remember that? Like Twitter Twitter chats? Do you remember that was like like, go online at a certain time and like everybody would be chatting at the same time? Yes. I wonder if they still do that. I don't know. I know. (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And blogging was really big. And so it was like blogging is kind of how I sold it as well, too. It was just equipping. It was going back to fundamentals and really helping other people. It was mostly in the wedding industry creative industry. I really wanted something local too. I felt like the Nashville market at the time, I mean, it's had huge growth in the last 10 years since we moved here. But at the time I was like, you know, there's nothing really here for Nashville creatives or they can learn marketing strategy. So I had that idea, like in the beginning, I was like, I just really want to impart a lot of wisdom and just equip people so they can be more successful, but then they can also be inspired. And that word has been hard. It's actually been like a struggle for me because I love to be inspired. Like I love inspiration and creativity, but girlfriend, I like facts. I like action. I like strategy, you know? And so I always get a little worried. Like, why did I put the word inspired? Because it's, it's so much more than that, but it's yeah. perfect because now the woman that I attract today, like as it's, as the retreat and the workshop evolved to what it is today, it is about equipping women and inspiring them to take action and to believe that their dreams for their life are worth it and they can have them without sacrificing their family and their personal lives. And so the inspired is like fine now because that's exactly the women that I attract, like the ones who feel alone, like they don't have anybody that gets them. They don't have friends that are running businesses like them in their community. They don't have any kind of sounding board or they feel like they have some of the pieces, but they're like, I don't know how to put it all together. And so that is what the retreat is today where you have that. And you get the opportunity to be refreshed because hello, our lives are are crazy hectic when we're being the CEOs of our households and everything too. So you get to have fun and I get to love on the women there and use my wedding design skills because I do lots of really fun, amazing details at all of our dinner parties each night. So I get to like love on our guests too. And signature cocktails, which is so fun. (laughs) <laughs> I, I love, love that. a good signature cocktail and I love picking them because there's one every single night. There's a different one depending on the theme and the mood that I have for that night. <laughs> I love it. I'm such a sucker for details like that. It's amazing. So let's talk about the gal who's listening today and she's like, okay, cool. I think that my expertise could be great in a workshop. Maybe she's craving that in-person connection. Maybe she's starting her business and it might just be a great way to get locally off the ground and running. How yeah. does she go about creating this. Do you have any tips, yeah, steps? Yeah, to create her own workshop, right? 
So, so what I would say is like my best recommendation is to go and learn from the best. When I put on this workshop one, I have always been like a lifelong learner. Like I actually say I have like an MBA now in my business because of all of the conferences and workshops and retreats and places that I have gone to. And so I've gone and that's how Inspired first started. It was like, okay, I really like the way they do this here, but I would change it to this. And then I like this here, but I would do it this way. And so it's kind of experiencing all the different ways that people can be educated and then be in like a really great environment. That's like personal to you, right? Like I have other friends that Inspired Retreat is not their jam. The idea of hanging out with women for four days is like, no, I only want a one day thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, it has to be really unique to you. And so the only way you know that is if you go and experience it for yourself and you can start to learn from the best, right? And so that's the first thing that I would say is, and then the next thing would be getting really focused on what the outcome could be. Really like saying, you know, this is what we're about. We don't talk about this, but we do all of this. And so Inspired Retreat has evolved. And so today, it is primarily marketing strategy. That is what I'm known for. That's my signature thing. That's what I know the best. And I bring in a lot of other expert business owners that are really good at sales marketing or acquisition or traffic or whatever it is, all the things that make up marketing. And we can speak to all of those areas so we don't go off and start talking about HR or taxes and things like that, that you know I don't feel confident or don't want to teach about. <laughs> Hey girl, so I just wanted to pop in real quick and invite you to screenshot your show today, tag Amber Housley and myself, Katie Fleming, on Instagram and share with the world what you've been listening to here on Ambitious Motherhood. We can't do this thing without you. We need all of the support to help get this message of ambitious motherhood out to other moms just like you. Amber and I can't wait to reshare you on our Instagram stories and we look forward to chatting with you soon. As an expert in marketing, how do you find people that you want to collaborate with and use their expertise to kind of enhance yours? Yeah, well, the way that I found almost every, I can say like 99% of every speaker that's spoken at Inspired Retreat, I have a relationship in some way with. We've met at other conferences or retreats or workshops, either because we spoke on the same panel together or we were there in attendance with each other. And so in the early years, like before I did a lot of speaking outside of Inspired Retreat, because now I do quite a bit of that. But in the early years, a lot of them were other attendees that I had met at other conferences that I had attended that were, I could tell were really good and had, you know, they could be really good presenters and teachers, even though maybe that's not something they had done before, but I knew that they had the capability. But the other most important part I would say is, and like, this is what I feel really proud of Inspired Retreat is that bringing in women that are going to teach alongside you that are really invested in the people there. And so I can't stand it if I go to a conference where the speakers are there, they're just there to speak and teach and then they leave. Like they're not actually invested in it or they're there just to sell something or sell themselves, right? And so the women who come to Inspire Retreat that are speakers, they actually have a very detailed prep work from me <laughs> and they know when they're there that they're like basically on for four days. They're there because they care deeply about the mission to really equip women and so that they can go ahead and be like successful when they leave the retreat and what they want to do to grow in their business. And so they know when they're getting into it, that's their mission as well. And they're part of it. I love it. They're there to pour in to your people. Yeah. And they're, I love that. Lots of us encouraging women are out there that can do this. Totally. Totally. So, okay. So maybe you're like this, but when we see this thing that inspires us, maybe somebody wants to have a retreat like you do. And 
as perfectionists, a lot of times, a lot of my women are perfectionists. They want that beautiful event now. So how can we set ourselves up to start with like the small workshop that's local, but then also keep that end vision in mind? Yeah, absolutely. I knew that inspired retreat, what it is today was what I wanted someday, but yeah, you're right. Like I didn't know how I was going to get there. And so I think it is going and forgetting the how, like you only just need to know the next step, what's exactly in front of you. And so inspired was a one day workshop. And then I was like, ooh, this is really good. People really like it. I'm able to sell the seats that I need to, you know, make a profit on this. So it's worth my time and energy. And it's something that I care about. That's another thing I always like to go and make everyone aware of is you, when you go into creating events and these kinds of live event experiences, do not go into it for the money because it is actually not a very high profit margin kind of thing. It's because first and foremost, you love it. Like you love people. And you see the opportunity to like really see your audience live and in person and get ideas on how you can go and help them more, right? So you can create other products and services and get other ideas for them. But really your number one needs to be because you love doing this and you love pouring into people and you love that face-to-face experience. So you can see that transformation and be part of their journey. So like, that's like the biggest thing that I would always start off with, but it is, it's true. It's like starts as one day and then it went to two days. And then I thought, you know what, we're going to take this on the road. And I even traveled one time. We took it down to St. Pete, Florida and did one down there and and saw like what that was like. Cause I, it's all just experimentation. Do I like this? Do I not? Like I I realized I don't like to travel with this event because there's just too many logistics and supplies that you have to carry with yourself (laughs) for setup. And I was like, traveling makes it like a whole other level of complexity. And so doing it within an hour drive of my house makes it a lot simpler. So thinking like just trying all the different ways to see what works, what sticks and what feels really good to you before you get to the end one where it is a longer experience. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to that one day workshop, how did you structure it? Were there different like sections of your talk? Did you have action built into it? Was there work, actual like work being done? How did that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So in the beginning there, it was a lot of information is what I found. I created the curriculum. I had objectives of what they wanted to, I wanted them to have accomplished by the time they left so they could have, you know, a concrete understanding of what branding was. And because like the, the business owner that I attracted then for that was very new, was very like Etsy shop owners who had never done, really invested anything in their business before, you know, maybe had done the logo themselves or just like very basic, you know, entry level things that I was like, if you're just getting started in marketing, here are the basics that you need to know. So we did cover branding and we did cover different channels within marketing on how you can do blogging and how you can do emails and social content at the time. And then I actually brought in a couple friends to do some inspirational talks of other women who I thought were successful in their industries, like as service-based business photography, because I wanted them to see like, this is what success could look like for you. Like these are some of the things that they learned along the way that could inspire you to do things differently or, you know, maybe do the same of if you, if you like what they have to share. So that's how it looked like back then. And then now the business owner that I tend to attract for Inspired Retreat now is more seasoned, has the basics down, has been going at it maybe for a year or two or more. Sometimes we get women who've been there, have businesses for 15, 20 years and come in there. So it's like they're, you know, everyone's at a different stage there. But at the end, it's like, let me teach you like the next level strategies now in your business. And so really make it worth your while. And let's do some of the work while we're there. The beginning, I felt like, There wasn't enough time in a single day to get as much done because the focus was more broad. Whereas now like we're getting really narrowed in on specific talks and different strategies so they can really get it 
done while they're there, while they have us there in person to help them. That's powerful. Yeah. So how does this, the inspired retreat today, how does that spill into your other offers and the things that you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was actually my only offer for a long time because of the, like, as I figured myself out, right, my life. And when I was working corporate, there was a lot of things that had to fall along the way. Like I told you, I was what invitation designer, wedding planner. And I suddenly realized I can't do it all and work full time. Like this is just, you know, driving me crazy here of, of feeling like I'm failing at something. And so the wedding part had to come. And so inspired retreat. What's really great is like when you do something like that, it's, it can become a rinse and repeat kind of method where you're like, I've done this enough times. I know how to do this a lot faster now. And I have like a template of sorts on how I can create this. And so I'm going to keep this really good thing going while I kind of figure out what else I want to create, you know? And so from that actually came, I was like, you know, what's the simplest thing that my audience needs? They need a marketing plan, like, and they need it done fast. They don't want to like take these long courses. They like them short and sweet. And so I created Flourish, which is a five-day marketing plan workshop. And it's online because people like to interact live with me. They like to chat and I like to answer questions and converse and whatnot. And so that program became a really great stepping stone. So it's like, you can start with Flourish and then Inspired Retreat. It's a longer stretch, but it's the opportunity, like this is where you want to be someday. And so I have a lot of women who are like jumped on flourish because they're like, I know I can't make the live event, but if you, I can get like a piece of what you teach in a really great package at a really affordable price, then this will be really great for me. What's exciting though, what came out of this is that I found a lot of the women who came to Inspired Retreat, they wanted support after. They're like, the four days is up. I'm heartbroken now. Like I have these whole new sisterhood now that I'm a part of. And I don't like, I, I don't want to say goodbye. Like, how does that work out? And so that's how the inspired coterie came to be about. So the coterie is basically like a like-minded group of women. That's what that word means. So fancy. Isn't it fancy? I know. Some people are like, I don't really know what that is. But it's no. so you though. Is it, it really? You? Okay, good. <laughs> I like to have fun with my names. So that's just me. <laughs> so the Coterie it. is my group coaching mastermind program. And so it has the opportunity to continue with me long-term anywhere from three to six months. And so you get that community. A lot of them usually come to Inspired Retreat as well. So they get to kind of experience that. And basically they get a lot more one-to-one attention. So some people ask me, Amber, do you do one-to-one? And I don't offer that. I'm not able to at this time. And so the group coaching program is like the best opportunity to do that. But what's really exciting is I have a newer program that's coming out, the Blooming Business Inner Circle. It actually launches here. We're recording this right now, but it launches here in the next week. And that is now the opportunity to get the marketing strategy support, get Q&A, get live interaction and coaching with me within an intimate group and a new live event that I'm creating called Bloom and Grow Live. And so for all the people who are like, I can't get to Inspired Retreat, I can't make that commitment, the Blooming Business Inner Circle is going to be where it's at, where I'm going to share all those strategies and behind the scenes on a monthly basis. So I'm super excited about that. That's so good. I love that name as well. And there's a cute box. There's a really cute welcome kit that comes with it. And there's happy mail that will come in the mail every single month too, to help you with your marketing strategy. So yeah. That's so fun. So that's more of like a membership kind of a model. It's a membership model. Yes. Yes. But it's a, I always like to say it's like a totally different membership program than the ones that you see out there because this one is taking more of an emphasis on getting off of your computer. And every month you're going to get a blooming business kit that will have a behind the scenes book and an implementation book, like a guide. 
And so you can go and like grab, you know, some sweet tea or whatever and go sit on your porch and actually read the strategy and implement it just one strategy a month. So find like, if you can imagine at the end of 12 months, implementing just one strategy in your business, like you don't have 12 months of like really strong strategy, instead of trying to make these like scattered efforts on a given month on all these different things. And so like, it's something that I've worked on for a really long time. I've like never been more excited and it makes the most sense. And I'm really excited for the two day live event that we're going to do here in Nashville too, because it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be all the good stuff that I've learned from these conferences and wrapping it in a whole entire different kind of package. So yeah. A beautiful package at that. You've leaked that a little bit on Instagram and it's gorgeous. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> well, fill everybody in on where we can connect with you and kind of, well, you've already kind of told us what's coming next, but just fill us on where we can hang out with you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm amberhousley.com. I am Amber Housley on all the social channels. So that makes it really easy. My tribe is called the Sweet Life Sisterhood. And so we believe in growing, thriving businesses and joy-filled lives and anyone is welcome to join our sisterhood. So if you come to Inspired Retreat, you actually get initiated into the sisterhood, which is really excited. But the Blooming Business Inner Circle is like the next program that's coming up that I'm really excited about. So you can find out more about it on amberhousey.com and uh, see if it's a good fit for you to join. And I'd love to have you part of my inner circle. Yes. Thank you, Amber, so much for hanging out thank with us today. You. So fun. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. It has been so amazing chatting with you ladies every week on the podcast. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. We'll catch you on the next episode.